Last supper. What would be your final meal on earth? I'm Jonathan Green. We asked leading chefs to tell us what they'd cook if it's the last thing they cook. Guy Grassi, hello. Hello. Here we are in your kitchen, Florentino. Yes, yes. Um, and I'm going to prepare a dish for you today which is a really special dish for me because it's one of the dishes that my late mum used to cook for us every Easter when we were growing up. And uh, it's, a, it's a pasta dish, a fettuccine, with a little braised calamari sauce that goes with it. Guy Grossi is an Italian food legend. He's owner of that pillar of the Melbourne dining establishment, Florentino, and a string of other restaurants. He came to cooking in the footsteps of his father, a chef in Melbourne restaurants since 1960. In 1996, Guy was awarded Le Insegna del Ristorante Italiano by the President of Italy for his dedication to La Cucina Italiana. He's a chef, a food writer, and no stranger to the media glare. have these wonderful little calamaris here which just came in which are just simply superb because they're so they're so young and so little so yeah. they're very tender now you can make this dish in a couple of different ways one way is to braise it for a long time and it gets nice and soft and all the flavors come together but there's a nice quick way of making it as well and we're going to do that today so the first thing I'm going to do is chop some shallots here We'll just get these nice yeah. and fine. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful knife work as I would expect. Oh, thank you very much. You are very <laughs> kind. So we wanted to know what, what would be the thing that you would eat as the last meal on earth? Well, this is, is this is why I've chosen this because it's special to me. It's, uh, it's a, as I said, a dish that my, my mother used to cook for us and she always had a very, a very nurturing personality. So it was, um, she always tried to... You, look you, after us. I mean, your mother's cooking is very important. You, there were several of your books that... Uh, Absolutely. Well, put down her recipe. Well, a lot of my food does come from my background, my heritage, mm. both my mum and dad, because dad was a brilliant chef. Now I'm just chopping a little bit of garlic just so we know what we're doing. And it's going to... It doesn't have to be super fine, but I'm just running right through that. Um, yeah, so dad was a brilliant chef as well, and... Yep. We lost him about 20 years ago, but he taught was, me to do a lot of things in the kitchen. Was there ever escaping this work for you? I don't <laughs> think so, no. I was kind of condemned to it from the start. To be honest, I thought I was going to get away with it, but Dad used to drag me into jobs where that he would be working at when I was a young boy from a very young age. And so I thought, I thought to myself, I don't really like doing it. It looks it's a real it's a lot like hard work. It is pretty serious work. It's pretty it was, yeah, it was intense, especially for a young kid at six or seven years old. So um so I sort of thought I could escape it. But you know, once I turned fifteen I just wanted to do my apprenticeship and I couldn't get away from it because I just it gets under your skin and once it's under your skin you kinda of love to do it. But here we here we are now in, in probably the uh, one of the one of the great kitchens of the Melbourne establishment. Oh, you're very kind, thank you. Well, we're it's very true. Well, we're very happy to be here. A lot of people have come through our kitchens now, and um, as you can see, there's a good, solid, young team around me, yeah. and um, and they 
they love working in a good environment where people, you know, thrive for, for the passion of something beautiful. Great produce put together with like-minded people that, you know, strive for something a bit special, which is what it's all about. Can you even, can you still keep that, that sense of well, its I importance when, I, it's when really it's so important. busy, when it's so hard? Absolutely. It's, it's one of the key, if you don't have the passion for this business, for this job, then you really shouldn't be doing it. You struggle. It, it, you struggle, absolutely. <laughs> so here we go. I've just warmed up a little bit of olive oil um, and I'm just starting to sweat that onion that well it's a shallot but that shallot onion and garlic just off nicely now this is a really important step in the process because this is what draws all that the onion and the garlic is full of sugar and it, if draw, doing this draws out all that sweetness from the from the beautiful um, keeping that onion heat, and that, garlic. Heat, that heat is quite moderate. It's, it's, it's I'm, I'm, pl I'm playing with it, but it's mm. not a searing hot pan because I don't want to burn everything all at once. I just want to get that, see how that colour is just starting to evolve there. Yep. And at this point, I'm going to pop in my calamari because I want them to just sear up in the pan. And you can hear them searing up quite nicely and now. the colour is changing quite a bit now. In your Absolutely, yeah. As they, it's getting hotter. And I just want to be careful not to burn them, but just to give them a bit of a, a bit of a sear as well. So this is a special occasion thing for your mother. We, we eat this still to this day on Good Friday. This is our go-to <laughs> dish. Now, what I'm going to do next is just hit it with a little bit of, little bit of seasoning. So, bit of salt, bit of cracked pepper. You have to see the way that guy adds a pinch. It's done with a flourish. <laughs> it is. It makes the food taste better. It's all at the wrist. It is. You can see that flavour just evolving there in the pan in front of us. You can smell it as well. It's just beautiful. I love does that, it. Does that excite, still excite you? Oh, yeah. After all these oh, years? yeah, absolutely. Now we'll just add a little splash of white wine. You just open for cooking in Italian, now it's the, our Italian world. And now we can put in some other little garnishes. What have we got We've got there? a little oregano, a little dried oregano. Um, we've got some freshly chopped parsley. I might even add some more chopped parsley at the end. This one's for flavour. It's a flat leaf parsley, yep. Italian parsley, which you like to use. A nice fine chop. I've got, yeah, nice fine chop. We've got, oh no, not this one. We'll use this better, this job. Up comes the microplane for the lemon. I'm going to now, it's getting to the point where we're going to add our um, crushed up tomatoes. We'll just pop those in there. What was the moment of timing that you looked for for the tomatoes there? Uh, I was looking at the colour of what was going on in the pan. Um, and it was just ready to, to wet the pan, otherwise it was going to just go too far. Yep. So I'm just going to give those a bit of a cook as well um, before I add any more liquid to it, which I will do. But while I'm waiting for that to happen, I'll do a little bit of lemon zest, which I find amazing in a dish like this, because it just adds um, beautiful fragrance and just a, it's just a delicious way of adding lemon fragrance without actually adding lemon juice. So just enough of that zest to give that, that Yeah, that it just sense. gives a zing, a beautiful little zing. I've got some fresh basil leaves here, which I'll just casually tear up on there. And I've got out the back, which I've been working since this morning. Stockpot. 
Well, this is a beautiful stock made from um, an am amazing coral trout which came to us this morning as well. Um, one of my favourite fish in Australia, and we're lucky to get it here in Melbourne from all the way up in the you know, barrier reef. Um, and he's just a, a delicious, amazing fish. And purely for stock, or did you do some things with him? Oh, no, we do, we do portions. <laughs> yep. Um, which I'll show you in a moment. Um, but, we, but, you know, with all the bones, I've got a whole fish. I probably should have kept one whole for you to show you. But that's a nice, lovely, clear stock. Oh, here they are. And, here are the, um, here are the and I've cut those into little portions. So yeah. you can see, I hope it's one of the nice orange ones. Yes, it is. That beautiful orange colour on the skin and that fleckle on the coral reef. And um, it's just ama an amazing that. fish. But yeah. they were so yay big this morning and... Um, We've cut those all to pieces and popped it into, and all the bones, we can't throw any of it away. So all the bones and anything that's left over, we make this lo a lovely stock out of and we can use it for many things, things like this, or, you know, um, lots of other preparations that we do in the kitchen. Okay, now at this point I might add, well, I'll wait for that. What I might do is cook our pasta. Now, really important as well is to make sure and when you do cook pasta, you have salt in the water. Um, otherwise, you know, we go to a lot of trouble. That, that was a super pinch that we're a in Super there. pinch, yeah. It's got to be a super pinch in the water for the pasta um, because we go to a lot of trouble of making our own beautiful fresh pasta. And this is a beautiful egg yolk pasta, um, really rich and, and decadent. So, and, it, and you know, it's got durum wheat flour in there. So you want to be able to taste that lovely flour. And if you don't add, um, if you don't add uh, salt to the water, then obviously you're not going to seal, seal all that beautiful flavour. And that fettuccine, it, it's beautifully fine. It's yeah. uh, it's quite a slender. It's very slender, yeah. And we do that on purpose uh, for this kind of dish to keep it nice and elegant. Now it won't take long to cook because it's fresh and it's homemade. Yep. But we will let that come back up, and I'll just give this a little bit of a stir. It's so quick. It's quick. It? It's quick, but it can be, you, as I said, you can do it, uh, a version of it, which is just slow braise, yeah. and it can go for, you know, you, I wouldn't say hours, but, you know, you probably so cook which, it out for about you, an hour, an hour and a half. Which would be the Good Friday version with your mum? The hour and a half version. That one. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely, because we, we all, sometimes we cook it, Roddy and I, my brother-in-law and I, will make, may cook it a day in advance on the uh -huh. Thursday. Yep and then ready to go, heat and serve on the Good Friday. So it lends itself to uh, the fact that, you know, you can be prepared and, you know, ready for ready for lunch on Good Friday. So is food, do you think, one of the things that would be one of your last thoughts on Earth? Oh. I mean, who can know? Look, who can know? I don't know. Um, but there are a lot of things I'm passionate about. Um, food is certainly one of the things that really excite me in life. Fresh, fresh produce is one of those things that is just a, a really, a really beautiful thing that you uh, get super excited about as the season changes, as you know, all these new things start coming in. Um, we're seeing beautiful, at the moment, fresh body uh, beans coming through. What do you most look forward to seasonally in a, in, in a year? What's, what's, what are your highlights? Well, I love it when autumn comes and the mushrooms are in. Yes. But in the spring, when the 
when the asparagus come along and the and the morels, if you're lucky, you know, you can someone can find them for you. Um, well, then you're really happy about that as well. So it depends on the season. In the winter time, we love the slow braises and the, you know, this morning I cooked a porchetta up on the on the spit roast for the grill downstairs, and that was just a beautiful thing to do, just beautiful roll porchetta, and you know we um, we did that. You're serving three different restaurants in this space. Well, we've got this, slightly different styles. This is our this is our main kitchen. We have a little kitchen in each in each venue. So the grill has its own kitchen. The cellar bar has its own kitchen. But a lot of the prep work, a lot of the prep work does come from from here. A little touch more oil in there. And so you know, it's, it is a bit of a workhorse. This kitchen it gets, it gets a bit of a beating um, now. Did you change it much when you took over? Yes, yeah, we completely redid it. That beautiful stove that we're working off is a Bonnet, which we had um, which we had designed and built for us. Um, it was all it's all one module, one piece. So we had to take the back wall of the restaurant out. It's an impressive piece. Uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful bit of kit. We love it, and it serves us well because it does a lot of work. So as you can see there, you know, there's a little bit of like. It's beautiful, earthy, but it's got a bit of elegance about it as well. I'm, I'm getting greedy. I want to put too much on that plate, but that's probably enough. Um, now I'll get a little tissue there. little clean up. clean up. That's a beautiful big plate. And a uh, big white bowl. Here we go. And what, what we'll do now is get a fork and get you to try it. I'll be right back. There we go, my friend. It's time for, you it to, time for you to have a little taste. So name this for me. This is... Fettuccini con ragù di calamari e pomodoro, which is fettuccini with calamari ragù flavoured with tomato. And if, and if Guy Grossi could plan for it, this might be the, the last thing that would pass his lips on this, this planet. This would be. This, if I had to, then this would be it. It might happen one day. Well, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> None of us are immortal. This, this is so true. Mm. Nice? Yes. Good. Happy. Happy days. God, thank you. Uh, uh, it's an absolute pleasure. to see you make something with so much love and energy. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sure you bring that to every plate you make. It's uh, amazing that you came to see us today. Please don't be a stranger. You know where we are. I do Come indeed. and visit us soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you. You've been listening to Last Supper, Top Chef's Final Meals. You can hear all the episodes on the ABC Listen app. I'm Jonathan Green. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.